Hi, everybody. Welcome to another uh, edition of uh, Building the Giraffe. It's our first episode uh, back since we moved unexpectedly. Yeah, we uh, we moved to the underwater lair, if you're just joining us. I mean, are we calling it back. a lair now? I mean, it feels like a lair. It feels like a lair to me, too. I'm just saying I don't know if he's going to appreciate us calling us a, la- oh, calling so- a lair. Oh, sorry. Decommissioned oil rig. Right, exactly. In the middle of the uh, ocean, um, just around the Marianas Trench. Right. Which are malefactor tj money bags uh <laughs> insists on calling it the marinara trench and i don't yeah well i don't really understand why he can't just say it correctly because i think he thinks that's where all marinara sauce in the world comes from mm. so um, is that it or is he i mean is that where he's creating the marinara sauce for pizza hut now yeah <laughs> that he moved a, the factory he, for the marinara <laughs> sauce for pizza hut to to the Marianas Trench. Do you think he bought the Marianas Trench? He bought the Marianas Trench. He no, sorry. Oh. He bought the Marianas Trench and then renamed it the Marianas Marinara Trench. Trench. Yeah. Well, I mean, because it's like a twofold thing. Like when he he's extracting fresh marinara from the ground, and then also it's the dumping ground for all the used marinara. So is he is he dumping it there and then repurposing it into? I don't know, dude. You. <laughs> well, I mean, I look. You're the one who's constantly reading the AOL email account that you got. Right. That's right. And apparently, it's giving you some sort of insight into this because you knew enough to know that he bought the thing and then renamed it. Yeah, I get the company emails. Yeah. So. <laughs> so then, why would you look at me as though I was the asshole for asking you a question? <laughs> Listen, I was expecting you to have enough investment into this uh, indentured servitude no, as I did. First of all, I was the one. I I moved all the furniture by myself. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, I did the uh, armoire. Uh, and then I did all those eyeballs. No, you didn't do anything. You just stared into the eyeballs again, as you always do. No. And then I did everything because you were in a trance for a good four months. I literally just got you out of that trance oh. like a month ago. Well, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Weren't you wondering why it was all of a sudden November instead of, uh, you know, August last time? No, I, I just assumed that that's how long it took to move stuff. No, I mean, it did take me a very long time to move everything. Is that why it took so long? By myself. Yes. I mean, when you're moving an entire uh, mansion's worth of, well, I guess castle, keep, whatever it is, whatever it was, yeah, it's I'm, no longer there. I tell you this, it was raised to the ground by the U.S. <laughs> government. So, um, you know, we so, got out of there just in the nick of time. Oh, my God. I still have bad memories about that place. Can't wait to make some bad memories mm-hmm, about this place, mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, so, oh, if you don't know uh, what this podcast is about, um, Justin and I were in Japan last year, and mm-hmm. we stumbled into this, what we thought was an arcade. It was actually an arcade for rich people. Yeah, and we and, were in the middle of a giant claw machine. Exactly. And they picked us out, and I wasn't going to abandon uh, Justin, so they got a two-for-one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now we are trapped in an indentured servitude to... Our malefactor TJ Moneybags, yeah. and a, we're f- a crazy billionaire who not only owns a decommissioned oil rig, but also uh, Pizza Hut, the company. Um, yeah. Not not just Yum Brands, but actually just specifically Pizza Hut. He bought right. that for whatever reason, and he leases out the name and the brand mm-hmm. to yeah. Yum. And then uh, he also apparently bought the Marianas Trench. I didn't know this. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, technically, it's free real estate, so I. Is it? I mean, well, then why did you? Why did it say in the newsletter that he bought it? Then, I mean, you have to pay someone. So I guess he just like paid different nations of the world to like look the other way. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I, that works just as well for me as anything else. Whatever. Um, <laughs> we used to live in a big castle. Uh, live is a <laughs> very loose term that I'm using. Um, we were basically just kept there in a giant castle. As far as we know, that's what it was. Yeah, it looked like it from the inside. Um, and then uh, one day, the the tax man came a knocking, and uh, <laughs> we were forced to leave um, the castle, and we moved. We had to move everything from there. I don't know how that was part of the contract. I think he just suckered us into it. Well, I mean you, but <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot going on with this guy, uh, TJ Moneybags. He 
he has a lot of artifacts and things yeah. at his disposal that I don't. We don't know if they have mystical powers or not, but we're assuming so because we've seen a lot of weird things. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to know about some of the things we've seen, just go back to the previous fifteen episodes, and you can find out plenty of different, uh, yeah, weird archaic devices and whatever ephemera. I guess is where. Yeah, my favorite is Keith Richards' smoking hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does have that, and I don't understand it because. Keith Richards is still, as far as I know, is still alive. Right. right. Yeah, but I mean. But then again, is it because he he gave him his smoke? Is that the reason he's still alive? Yeah. Well. I mean, I would assume. Yeah. It's How much, else is he so good at guitar? It's much like the the, the Tootsie Roll Pop owl. Yeah. You'll never know uh, <laughs> the, how to get to the center of Because he eats the dude's fucking hand? Like. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, it's just going to remain a mystery. You know, uh, okay. Why, uh, whether, you know, this is dark magic or what's going on. But um, anyway, we also do, uh, towards the end of our last bout of doing these episodes um, for you, we obviously, the, the whole point of us doing this is that he's forced us into creating movie pitches for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we hope that by doing this, that one day he'll like one enough that he wants to produce it and then we can leave. Right. That's part um, of our contract, we think. Yeah. But we don't know because he keeps it in a safe and won't let us read it. Yeah, and also we didn't hire a lawyer with the first part, so we're really just. Well, I mean, it was straight well from the claw machine into the the shipping container. Yeah, that's true. That's what they say. You know, that's a good say. <laughs> straight from the claw machine into the shipping container. That's right. Um, so we we just ended up in this, but anyway, at the end of our last run of these uh, episodes, we did. Uh, well, Kaiser somehow finagled. Uh, a, an email address for us. So if you want yeah. to send us correspondence about anything we've talked about, or if you have any ideas to help get us out of this, um, please send them to us. I don't know what the email address uh, is. It's uh, I was busy moving an entire castle's worth of furniture <laughs> while someone else stared into what can, I can only describe as a jar full of unblinking eyes that may or may not uh, have shown him multiple lifetimes that he's led. I don't want to talk about it. Anyway, I, so... I don't our, either. The email to contact us is buildingthegiraffe at AOL.com. Yeah, he somehow got an AOL email address, and I still don't... I feel like that was defunct well before we ever got stuck in this situation. <laughs> you would think wrong. <laughs> well, I've, look, I've been around long, wrong about a lot of things in the last, <laughs> last year, so... You're not, you're not incorrect. Um, so, you know, when we left, last left you, we clearly didn't even have time to really present our last movie to him because we were busy moving and uh, he, he was busy mounting some sort of defense against government forces <laughs> who were encroaching on his land. Uh, we had a lot of gunshots, I know that. Um, but so here we are again. We're going to try it again. Mm-hmm. Um, he's allowing us to do this again. So, um, you know, we figured, well, let's get started. And what better way to get started than I think um, recently, um, you know, there's been a lot of like unnecessary sequels to things. Oh, uh, <laughs> yes. I've like, noticed that trend. Like Dr. Sleep. Like yeah. why this is 30 years later. Do we really need a sequel to The Shining? Well, it's that's because the boy that played the little boy, he grew mm-hmm. up, right? Yeah, he grew up into Ewan McGregor. <laughs> Nice. Had it been the same kid playing the adult character, fine. Yeah. But you got another guy to do it. So it's like, this is weird. <laughs> this seems almost entirely I mean, hey, pointless. If, well, I mean, if you could grow up into Ewan McGregor, wouldn't you? Well, yeah. Obviously, if anybody has the choice to grow up into somebody, it's going to be Ewan McGregor. Okay. But I don't But I don't think that that's what happened in this instance. Me either. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was that one... Uh, I feel like I'm missing one here that I that came out recently that I was like, why? Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, there was a direct-to-DVD uh, or a direct-to-video uh, sequel to the 2002 movie Undercover Brother. What? Undercover Brother 2 came out no. last week. No. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. From the SNL skit. Like, the one based on the SNL skit. No, you're thinking of The Ladies' Man. Is what you're thinking. The Tim Meadows SNL sketch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Undercover Brother was was a, a Eddie Griffin um, character that he made up in his stand-up. And then he made a movie out of it in 2002 that came out in theaters. And then 
it uh, now has a sequel for some inexplicable reason uh, 17 years later. <laughs> that, With the same dude? No, it's different people. I don't know why they're doing this. It wasn't like it was some huge hit or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, the huge afro and mm-hmm. the wow, whoa. Yeah. yeah. That's that's kind of scary. Yeah, I don't know why this exists. Well, I mean, like really any uh any straight to video sequel, you know, like uh I don't know, Halloween's 7, 8, 9 and 10. <laughs> Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, they don't need to exist. But, I mean, I'm saying that it's the lapse of time, like the amount of time that's passed between the two right. things. Or, sorry, Jarhead. That's what I was thinking. Oh, yeah, Jarhead, Jarhead 2, yeah, 3, Jarhead 4, 5. Two came out eight years later, and people were like, why? That was based on a memoir. It wasn't even, like, an action movie or Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're going to make it one, all right, whether you like it or not. Don't you like fake memoirs? Don't you like when wrestlers take on roles in movies? I do. I don't know. John Cena's been pretty good. Yeah, I know. But I'm talking about like those direct-to-DVD movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's fair. <laughs> because they can't find anyone else who's like big and like, you know, works out. <laughs> like, like well, no. Can't. The Rock is very busy. Right, exactly. He If he can't occupy the role, now John Cena does. Right. But if they are busy, both of them, then you just got to fill it. You got to put a warm body in there somehow. <sighs> That's true. All right. Yeah. So what uh, what's your idea? So, I, you know, as we were talking about the fact that there's uh, sequels to things years and years later, the I think personally what a great sequel would be is if we did a twofer type Ooh, sequel. Yeah. Um, not only is this a sequel that we're doing to Phantom of the Opera. Because right. That doesn't really need a sequel, but what, it does now. But, it, but if there was any time, yeah. it would be the present. Yeah. You know. Plus, they just had that one come out what eight or nine years ago, the Joel Schumacher one that came oh, out. Oh yeah! So there's we're all we already have some time lapse there. Yeah. But also, this is a, a dual sequel because it's a sequel to a movie that's almost a hundred years old. Oh, uh, Nosferatu, starring oh. Max Schreck. So, as you are well aware, Max Schreck has been dead for some odd eighty years now. Yeah. Well, I mean, we could revive him for the movie if we wanted to. You're right, but what I'd rather do. Uh huh. Is revive Willem Dafoe playing his role of, of Max fr- Shrek <laughs> from Shadow of the Vampire? I love it. I in, love it so much. But in a he's playing Max Shrek from his his Max Shrek from Shadow of Vampire in a sequel that's now a hundred years later from Nosferatu. Wow! But it's also a sequel to Phantom of the Opera, and it's called Phantom of the Opera Two Nosferopera. Oh my god! That it's beautiful. I love that. I, I love yeah, I that. I gotta tell you, I thought it was a pretty good one because if you're gonna go for making a sequel to something that was came out a while ago, why yeah. not just go as far back as you can? Right. So, and I'm certainly not gonna go back to the jazz singer and make blackface <laughs> things uh, happen. <laughs> it's not the way you should go. Right. You gotta oh. go as far back as you can without being too divisive, and then you got yourself a deal. Yikes. Um. Oh, whoa. Um, so is this like a, is this going to be like almost a cinematic reboot or is it a sequel? Because technically at the end of Phantom of the Opera, mm-hmm. the Phantom dies. Mm-hmm. Maybe. So we're, we're going to work. It's sort of a soft reboot in a way oh. that the way he dies isn't what happens in the show itself. Right. Uh, the way he dies is that Max Shrek, the Nosferatu, uh, <laughs> Well, I'm sorry, Count Orloff. Yeah, um, uh, kills the Phantom by accident. By in a in a in a vampire accident. In a vampire accident. Yeah. What kind of vampire accidents are there? Well, okay, so you could accidentally bite somebody. Oh, like he's just to... like walking down the street and he like accidentally bites the well, dude no, who has what, had his what, face covered. Yeah, yeah, or like you know he what? Or if he's in bat form and he like oh. mistakes him for I don't know a, a gargoyle or whatever he's gonna land on. Um, yeah, Juicy Cow. <laughs> sure. Look, I'm not saying that there's a particular here. I'm saying what would you want him to do? Oh, okay. How do you think? Oh, um, well, so what I think is, uh, I think, so let's, if it's going to be kind of that soft reboot, I still think like the things of Phantom of the Opera still need to happen. I mean, it's I just, think technically. It's, it's just he died. The original Phantom dies in the beginning yeah, yeah, of, yeah. of the story and he is replaced by the Nosferatu. Ooh, what if we did this though? Because I think in Nosferatu, 
um, Count Orlock dies anyway. Right. So what if it's a switcheroo and they're like, uh, Count Orlock's like, I don't want to, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to die. Right. That's for sure. And, uh, but this guy lives in the freaking sewer. Clearly nobody cares about him. Right. He's um, just singing to himself down there all yeah. the time. Like he hears him singing. So he's like, oh, here's this rube. I'm going to put him in my place in this. Oh, so then it, there you go. There's your vampire accident. Boom. He puts him in his uh, coffin. Then uh, Van Helsing comes by and stakes him. I know Van Helsing isn't in Nosferatu, <laughs> but Van Helsing is going to be in, in this Nosferopera. One. So. Nosfer- well, no. And then so that like allows it like uh, a tertiary antagonist where like, yeah. uh, you know, he's he's kind of in the background. You always mm-hmm. are thinking like, oh, where is he going to come from? So then starting off, we have Nosferatu, Count Orloff. Yeah. Uh, Orlock? You know, I think it's Orlock, but I, let's, let's take a look here. Um, so either way, Count... Uh, Orlock. Yeah. yeah, Count Orlock is fleeing from like villagers and Van Helsing. And, you know, he flees into these sewers in Paris because that's where Fan of the Opera takes place. And he hears this rube just singing down there about how yeah. like sad he is and how much he wants to like get with this girl. And it's a little <laughs> creepy. And he's just like, this is perfect. Like... So what he does is he he uh, he using his I don't know maybe amazing vampire strength he swoops down and he grabs him and he throws him to the uh, the 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 waiting mob and they're like oh he's flying catch him oh I <laughs> was just gonna say I thought maybe he just like would capture him and put him in his coffin oh and then when Van Helsing comes by and stakes the coffin he just, he's like oh yeah I got him oh okay and then but they switch clothes so now oh. Orlov is or Orlock is in this is in the Phantom's clothes the Phantom. <laughs> Uh, now deceased, right. obviously from stake through the heart. Right, he's in, dead. Is in the Count Orlock clothes. Well, what I love is all I can picture it's Count Orlock with the Phantom's mask and mm-hmm. then the long fucking ears yeah, and like and the, the buck teeth. teeth. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Like, so I also and the teeth keep getting caught on the mask too because it's like it just doesn't work out real well. Right. So, uh, but of course, and this is key to it is no one notices. Right. Like none of the people who... Because all the people in this are all the principals from uh, Phantom of the Opera. Right. Uh, they're, they're the one hunting down uh, the vampire. Yeah, I think. Well, no, I mean, this is like he... He's kind of continuing on the Phantom's life. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because this should take place, like, I guess, after him and the lady fall in love with each other, right? No, I, th- I think, like... I think, like Again, it starts where almost Phantom of the Opera starts, when uh, he takes the place, and then she calls to her angel of music, and then he mm. just like kind mm-hmm. of like slinks out of the mirror with his Nosferatu gait, just like yeah, that weird, and he's got his music. hands up like in the T Rex right, thing, exactly. like he always does. <laughs> so another thing that I really... also keep in mind that this is Willem Dafoe playing right, Count this... Orlock, Phantom of the Opera. Oh, so also uh, Van Helsing needs to be played by mm-hmm. the Phantom Thread. Mm. Do you think? What do you think? I mean, I was just going to bring Hugh Jackman back for it. But... Oh, okay, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> yeah, just bring Hugh Jackman back as Van Helsing. Um, and so what I want him to do is I want him to slink out of the but mirror. Now, who's the guy who doesn't like the Phantom in Phantom of the Opera? Uh, Raoul. Is that the guy's name? Yeah, he's that's, love, like that's, he's yeah he's in love with Christine. Okay, so then so him and Van Helsing, so, so the Phantom Thread will play Raoul. Raoul. Wow, he's he's they're this, gonna. This t- is a weird old dude hitting on this really young Dang. girl. <laughs> it's Hollywood, man. This oh, is that's, that's literally what happens every five seconds. Oh, that's true. That's fair. I mean, I get it, the Me Too movement, but uh, it's still going art on. Art truly is imitating life. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> all right. So Raul is the Phantom Thread, and right, if you don't know, yeah. uh, TJ Moneybags are malefactor. As we said it before, he's extremely rich, and right. he has bought many, many things. But his first purchase that we know of was Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, he bought Daniel Day Lewis, like the actor, the famous uh, thespian Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> um, and so because of I'm that, we're famous cobbler. <laughs> Yeah, the of course he's known for well for his coppling right. skills, but he's also, if you didn't know, a thespian, uh, thespian, yeah, of some renown. So we're required by our contract to put uh, Daniel Day Lewis in every mm-hmm. film that we make, but there's but, a catch: yeah. uh, every role that we give Daniel Day Lewis, he has to 
play his character, the Phantom Thread, from the Phantom Thread movie, playing that character. Right. So, like, if he was to play, say, um, the Terminator in right. the movie, be... he would be playing the Terminator, oh. but at, at, through the lens of well, the Phantom Thread. I'll be back, my old so-and-so. Yeah, so he would be, back. be he'd be like that. Yeah. Uh, no, fuck you, asshole. <laughs> my, my, fuck you, my old so and so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want you to take your gun, shove it up your ass. <laughs> we also have uh, so so you got so he's gonna play uh, Raúl, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you have Christine, who should be played. I, I don't know who should play Christine necessarily, uh... but should it be someone? Because I have a feeling, and I don't know, you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, that this is going to get into madcap hijinks territory. It kind of is. That's what I'm hoping for. So I would almost uh, just bring back Sarah Brightman for it. <laughs> do, you, do you think she's game for... I think I, she is 100% game I to mean... reprise the role that literally made her famous. Oh, no, no, I'm not saying that. Do you think she's game to make fun of it in this way? I think she is. She did repo the genetic opera. And that's fair. That is, you're right. Okay, so we're going to be with Sarah Brightman and not explain why she's 20 years older than... She's the, she's the beautiful young... Soprano. Actually, you know what? It doesn't matter. We have de-aging technology That's now. true, yeah. And we'll so just use the Marvel makeup. Yeah, exactly. I, just, I saw Gemini Man. I know what's going on. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. You're allowed to make half a good movie and nothing else. Nice. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> we can... Um, so, okay. So, we have the the main principal so, yeah. actors for right now. Yeah. But I want... So, he... So, in my, in my mind... Mm-hmm. Uh, well, before we move forward with the, what the storyline will be for this... Mm-hmm. Um, well, obviously, we'll bring back Android Weber to write songs for this. Right. No, I want the same songs. Yeah. You want to do just the same songs? The same again? songs. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm down for it. It makes like, sense. Okay. You know, Everybody knows these songs. So. Right. But you're, you're under the right thread. I think we should bring him back because we'll have all the same songs, but then like we'll have like weird introspective songs that Nosferatu sings to himself. And those are and those yeah. are uh, yeah. those are written by Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah, or <laughs> oh, yeah. And I don't know uh, if this is something that we should do. Um, is there a way we can wedge in the song uh, "Rhythm of the Night" by DeBarge? <laughs> there absolutely is. Uh, during like one of the like party scenes. Yeah, dude, absolutely. We'll throw there in a be rhythm like, of the there night. Be a dance number to it. Everybody, yeah. it's a flash mob. Everybody's dancing uh-huh. to thr- uh-huh. rhythm yeah, exactly. of the night. Everybody knows all the moves and everything. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, Good. that's that's you know Paris in the eighteen hundreds. Yeah. You know how they people, were. Yeah, people love Callisto music. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or Calypso music. I mean, it's um, just the no, not that. No, oh. no, the no. You know, no, not that one. Oh, what? please allow me for a moment. No. Oh, if if that was the rhythm of the night one, I was gonna be. No, no, not that rhythm of the night. There's two rhythm of the night. Oh, what? This is the '80s uh, rhythm of the night. Oh, I, I was thinking the Eurotrans rhythm of the night. Right, I know what you're thinking of, which is also a good song. I think we should have both. Which we will have that song in there too. That'll be the closing credit song. Yeah, I like that. All right, so we oh we have a uh, we have Netscape. That's how we're able to. Yeah, we do get internet. Oh, yeah, I know this one. Yeah, you know this song. Oh, man. Um, I guess... Absolutely. So, yeah, this is during yeah. the party scene. Right, yeah. This, this is absolutely scene. during the party scene. Uh, I feel like the other rhythm of the night, which... Um... Eurotrans, I guess. I think it's Corona. corona. Yeah. yeah, the Corona rhythm of the night will be... The post the, or the credits seat, the, the classic credits. 90s dance hits. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I agree. So, okay. And if people don't know that, just let's, think... yeah, you get it. Everybody knows that song. If you don't know that song, you don't know who sings it. Of course, nobody does. Nobody does. But that song, everyone has heard that song. Right. So I feel times. like this will also like, uh, bridge, uh, the people who are boomers as well. 
mm-hmm. and grew up in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they I mean, could, I don't know if baby boomers grew up in the 90s. They really did. They, 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 came, they came to their own 40s. there. That's fair. It's yeah. finally during hey, the 90s that boomers whatever, came into whatever their own. Whatever gets them out, you know what I mean? Right. I also feel like this is great. I forgot to mention because we're coming up on the release of the theatrical, the movie version of Cats. So we can really oh, capitalize yeah. on the fact there's going to be a lot of fever surrounding Musical. um, musicals and yeah. the, the, need to, the need for some reason to bring a Broadway show onto the screen yet again. Um, but what I will say is um, much like Kent's, mm-hmm. uh, and it's almost... Um, Are we going to make these people CGI cats? No, 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 <laughs> no. I was saying like almost like Kent's and it's disturbingly revolutionary <laughs> special effects. Uh-huh. We also want to have a stylized look to our film. Oh, that's true. Um, and I was thinking that the way we film it is it almost looks like it's always just a static shot of the stage, like they're just on a stage. Mm-hmm. Except that there's only one difference, is that uh, everyone, uh-huh. except for Willem Dafoe, is upside down. <laughs> Yes. Yes, even yes, when, yes, yes, yes. Even yes, when yes. Willem Dafoe is upside down on the screen, yeah. he's never uh, he's he's actually just right side up. So right. the camera trick is is that he will always only be the one that's on oh my God. the ground. So, so yeah, he's always on the ground. Everyone else is using like like uh, those shoes that Michael Jackson wore for mm-hmm. uh, the thriller lean. Or, yeah. The or or Billy Jean. Criminal. Yeah. yeah, smooth criminal. Sorry. Yeah. Um so and they're just like trying to walk around. Yeah. And then I definitely want a scene then where they're pouring wine and they pour him some wine. Yeah, and he and catches then, it. Yeah, and he just them. he's just like, Oh, thank you. Yeah. Man. But I definitely also want there to be like this the visual wink of them like trying to drink stuff and like having to like go upside down mm-hmm. turn their neck in an odd angle now, to just like drink. And and the reason for this would be is to illustrate that uh that Count Orlock always is like, because vampires are always upside down. You That's know what right. I mean? Like, there's always a scene in every vampire movie where he's upside down, but he never seems to be, uh, like, bothered by it. Like, it never seems to do anything to him or, or her um, right. when they're upside down. So this is like, he's just always. So, like, just right. keep this going. He's just always going to be right side, like, upside down. Uh, On the ceiling. Yeah. But, so that but is- the thing is, is he won't seem like he is... Right. Because technically, in our the filming, it'll, it'll right. Yeah, the like camera. He, he looks like unnatural because because <laughs> he's just fine. But everyone else, <laughs> their hair is like yeah, just exactly. standing mm-hmm. up. They're very also, surprised. This is going to be a real challenge for a lot of them because singing upside down, I can't imagine. It's not easy. No. Uh, so if that's the case, then with that opening scene, like so, there's the opening scene. I think that should be done normally. But when we get into the opera house, that's when everything inverts. Yeah, yeah, everything so, switches to the one static shot of like the stage. Right. Also, so like, when, all when he comes special... out of the mirror, he literally like he does that weird thing where he, you know, he puts his nose over like the edge <laughs> of the mirror. Yeah. And you know he's upside down, so it's just the top of his head looking yeah. out into the mirror. Mm-hmm. He proceeds to climb out in a weird, like, gross fashion, and then he jumps down to the ceiling. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and then he just starts singing. Yeah. You know. Fendi Which will be very easy for him, because he'll be the only one who's actually right side up exactly. and in a position to sing. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you have to give the non-singer a handicap. Yeah. Uh, no, I agree. <laughs> I mean, you're bringing back Sarah Brighton for this. Yeah, that's I mean, true. That's, that's true. I agree with you. Um so, uh, yeah, so he kills, or he gets uh, the Phantom killed. Does the Phantom have a name other than the Phantom, or is it just the Phantom? It's just the Phantom. Okay. I don't know. I don't know much about it. That's why I like going into this Also, cold. I don't know if you ever actually truly uh, looked at or read the Phantom of the Opera. No, or I haven't really listened to it. No, I haven't. Oh. Uh, I don't know anything so about he, it. He has a special move called the Punjab Lasso. And if that doesn't I don't know give, if I like that. I don't like that at all. <laughs> so maybe we omit that part. Right. So but either way, that's that's the idea is like one of the songs is the high end at the level of your eyes will stop you from getting choked to death by the Punjab lasso. 
Wait, what'll stop you from the, the hand at the level of your oh, eyes? Oh, I see. Okay, that's I actually like part of one of the songs. So, like, I don't know if we change it or do we leave it in because it's like one of those Disney things where it's like this was written during a different time. Well, you know, I mean, no, let's just update it. Let's not do that, and let's also uh, because that will add to the thing, <laughs> the fact that people are like. Wait, is this even the guy? Like, because right. he doesn't know what he's doing. Like, right. So, <laughs> so he doesn't even like use the. He, they're they're always like, oh, but he has a killer move, and he's just like, uh, <laughs> and he like he, he like looks around and then makes a cross burst in the flames. <laughs> <laughs> and that no, that's how. Uh, <laughs> and then goes, huh? <laughs> and that Willem Dafoe like Ugh. and that's what and that makes and yes in that Willem Dafoe way and that makes uh, Hugh Jackman very curious like you know. <laughs> it makes him because a cross burst yeah so we have to go back because we have to figure okay, out how so, we get to that right party, exactly right? so let's start from the beginning mm-hmm. that's sorry that's we've, we've, we've been out of this for a little bit so we gotta get back in the groove Look, there's a lot of good ideas here there is I like it a lot so Opening scene, Nosferatu, Count Orlok, is running from Van Helsing and angry town people. Mm-hmm. This is a normal, like he's running like normal. And then he hears like echoing through the hall, uh, the phantom. He's being a sad incel. He's being very mm-hmm. weird Melancholy about it. and yeah. the infinite and, and he's like, ooh, like Orlok, you know, he takes the the advantage and he he grabs uh, the phantom and he throws him in his coffin, which is just nearby, because mm-hmm. apparently they share the same living space for absolutely no reason. <laughs> it's well, it's convenience. Well I, mean, well, I mean, all weird creatures live in the sewer. Right, exactly. So, yeah. I mean, like, really, he just takes it to another room and then he throws it I in I mean, there. if you really want, we could have the creature in the Black Lagoon, like, watching them and do this. You <laughs> just, know, just, to just, sure just he's, like, drinking. <laughs> he's like, drinking in the huh. corner. He's just like, huh. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, goes, Kevin wow. J. <laughs> Yo, wow. That's it. Yep, there it is. We need him as the uh, creature with <laughs> the, the black. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, it's just, just Owen Wilson as the creature <laughs> black looking for one second. Right. Well, no, he's just like, he's peeking out from behind the corner. Right. Wow. wow. And then he just like goes back behind the corner. Yeah. Takes a drink of like a Pepsi or something because we have to get a product shot in there. Oh yeah. Well, no, he hut. he picks he picks up a Pepsi and he puts it into his bag because he collects cans. From oh, okay, him. yeah. <laughs> Which is great since this is like sixteen hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so. I forgot about that. Uh, so I he throws him in the car. Co- he throws him in the car. Co- he now he switches clothes with him real quick. Mm-hmm. Throw it because he's vampire speed. Throws him in the coffin. Um, you know, and then and then like he picks up the mop or whatever he has. And, right. And like they they come running down the hall and he's like, oh, he went that way. You know, whatever. Yeah, he went that way. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And Van Thanks. Helsing like Van Helsing like looks at him quizzically for a second and he's like, ah, oh, come on, you know. Yeah. And, and everyone has like torches and pitchforks because mm-hmm. obviously yeah. that's how you kill. Uh, a yeah. vampire. Right. His torches and bitch. <laughs> and then Van Helsing, you know, goes and he drives the stake through the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the And Orlock runs off because he's like, oh, cool. I guess I can get out of here. Right. Well, he can't because he's a phantom now. Right. He's so, like, people. <laughs> he, so that's he, how, what happens is he runs out. And then he hears her singing. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, like, he runs down a corridor and he hears singing coming from further down the corridor. Mm-hmm. There's only one, there's no exits to this and he's corridor. He's like trying to figure out how to get out of there and he's like, well, I'll exactly. follow the sound and that'll get me out of here. And then that's where the beginning of the. Right. He opens a door, all of a sudden they're on a stage, basically. Right. Also, all special effects other than them being upside down or him being right side up and them upside down are done in uh, like actual stage effects. So it's like, <laughs> there's like, if but there, if there's water, it's like wood that's cut in like waves. Oh, back yeah. And forth, you know, that kind of stuff. I like that yeah. a lot. Because it's ridiculous and it, and it cuts down on the budget a little bit. So technically what we're Especially doing. Especially we're going to use that de-aging shit. <laughs> we got to cut some costs somewhere. So yeah. Let's just have wood cutouts as the background. So we're actually going to be jumping into almost the middle of the first act in the original of this Phantom of the Opera. But in, for us, it's really just the beginning. And, uh, you know, she sees, you know, the angel of music come around and she's like, 
oh, you've calmed my angel of music. And she starts singing more. <laughs> and, like, and, oh, and Orlok is like weird. more and more like <laughs> freaked out about her. Just like, how is this like normal? Like, aren't you supposed to be afraid of me? Yeah. Right. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so then, what do you think he his react? Like, what does he do then? Like, does he try to sing? Yeah, I think he tries now, to sing. Now, do you think that... <laughs> Do you think everyone around him should know the lyrics to the songs except for him? Yeah. <laughs> yes. And not only that, but they wait for him. Like, they wait for him to, like, sing. Yeah. And then, like, they wait for the full measure of whatever he's singing. And then so he could be in the middle of singing something. No, just start. And then just start there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Because that's even more amazing. Because it leads to his confusion even more. <laughs> right. As to what's going on and what has he stumbled into. And also makes him want to stick around. Right. He's just like, what the fuck's going on? Like, do these so people that's, not realize? Like, that's all happening. And then, uh, so she sees she sees him. Does mm-hmm. she always? Does she's, she's, well, I mean, she's fine with it. That's the angel of music. Like, okay, I don't know. She knows he's there. Yeah, though, she right? knows. Yeah. Is she singing to him? Yes. Okay. Is he supposed to answer back? Or yes. Is he just, okay. So he. So he sits there, and she stops singing, and he's least like, uh, "What are you?" T-? But he like he's like almost forced to sing back. Yeah, and she's like, "What are you?" And she's like, "What?" And he's like, "What are you?" What? Like like they don't understand anything but like singing. <laughs> what are you talking? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then that that could that allows her to continue right exactly. <laughs> So then, uh, oh my god! So they're doing that. I don't know what happens after that number. Um, Listen, let's just make it our own at this point. That's fine with me. I'm just saying you wanted to incorporate all the songs, right? So does uh, Raoul show up at this point? I, I don't guess? actually remember. I don't know. Well, no, I'm remember. not saying in. The, I'm saying in our thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, like so, so he shows up. So he the, like is banging on the door. He's like, "Honey, honey!" Right, like, and Orlock's like watching, like, "What the what fuck? Going on? She was just singing to me." And, right. She was just singing to me. Right, know. exactly. So, like, he, like, also, ba- I like, he, like spider backs up into, like, the corner yeah. into the shadows. <laughs> I also like that we were turning Willem Dafoe's performances down or luck or whatever into, like, Boar's Karloff. <laughs> Like that weird Dracula, right? Which I'm fine because everybody oh. knows that voice, right? So we're and it immediately establishes him as a vampire, anyway. So it exactly, happen. like everybody knows. <laughs> so so he's in the he right. crawls up into the corner, <laughs> which he doesn't need to because actually technically down in the corner because he's on the floor. Right. He's on the floor <laughs> and everyone else is on the ceiling. ceiling. But either way, Raoul comes in and they like they have this like really touching moment and he's like. I heard you singing in here. Like, were you talking with someone? She's like, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, I was just singing to myself. Just uh, singing to myself and my angel of music. You know, Mm -hmm. God. Yeah, because I'm (laughs) slightly mentally ill. (laughs) (laughs) So he's he's like, did you hear anybody come in here? You know, whatever. And she's obviously denying it. She thinks he's talking about the... Right, yeah. She's like, no, no, no one. What she doesn't know is that just outside is Van Helsing. Right. Who who thought that he killed uh, the vampire, and all the townspeople did too. Right. And they all just kind of were like, oh, great, we got the vampire, and they left. But he has a sinking suspicion that he didn't. So I think there should also be like a, a very like weird, almost like noir scene between Raul and Van Helsing where he's like, I don't think I killed him. Yeah. And the Rose like, well, I don't even know what you mean. Like he found like tracks or something, right? Like, exactly. Away, like uh, that seemed very, very uh, Count Orlock esque, right? Like, like, oh, you know how those like, are uh, claws on them and stuff. Like because he's wear shoes. Well, yeah. So I also well then as he's the Phantom, I also want his claws on his feet to be forced through the shoes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's the reason he was confused because right. he saw shoe prints with claws coming out. <laughs> so that's why he thinks. Right, he's like, "What the fuck's going on here?" Because yeah. <laughs> he uh, he doesn't actually. Maybe he thinks that Count Orlock is dead, but he thinks there's another vampire right. on the yeah. loose or whatever. One that wears um, shoes with claws. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he saw the footprints coming towards the cathedral or wherever they are. Right. I don't know what it is, the opera house, and. Uh, so then he's he's there, okay. Right. So they've they've talked, and then he comes in, and Hugh Jackman does some sort of musical number because right. Hugh Jackman must always be singing. I think, yeah, I think like also we give the Phantoms past the point of no returns, 
like all of that, those parts to Hugh Jackman instead. Yeah, that's because he did such a good job with John Valjean and Les Mis. And that's what he everyone wants to said do anyway. that he did the he best. Just... <laughs> everyone, yeah. every music person I've ever talked to said that he was the best John Valjean <laughs> ever. I don't know how many you talked to. A lot. Um, okay. Well, that's good. I'm glad you did your due diligence on I that. Um, but I also feel like that's what Hugh Jackman wants to do anyway. It's yeah. Just always sing. You know, uh, so we should just let him. In fact, why don't we just make it so that anytime he's on screen and he has any line of dialogue, he sings it. Right. So like people will ask him questions and then he'll just be like staring pensive into the distance. And it's only when his number comes on, the, the orchestral number, does he actually begin. And it's not like a, a yes or no answer. It's a full oh, yeah. fucking speech. Mm-hmm. So by the end of the by the end of the movie. People have stopped asking him questions or oh, yeah, speaking absolutely. to him. Um, because I think that's how they end up siding with Count Orlock. Because right. they're just like, we just hate this guy so much. <laughs> we hate him. Uh, we realize that, that I think that's sort of the ending that we have to get to is that through a series of whatever comedic events that happen with Count Orlock, uh, everybody comes to like him right. and dislike Van Helsing. <laughs> right. So then, yeah, let's let's start. So we so let's start flushing that out because we have the the I don't think I got him yeah. thing with Raul and also the owners of the opera, um, but I think there should also be like this this between the last half of the first act and the first half of the second act should be almost like a character building thing where like Nosferatu is almost mis- starts to become mistaken for like a stagehand. <laughs> In the opera, like people are just like, did you see that dude with like, like half a mask? Half a mask is and, like people are like asking about. It. He's like, oh yeah, like half my face is scarred, and they're like, oh, oh. Well, yeah. And well, this is like the only job I could get, right? Yeah, <laughs> they're just like, they're just like, well, and he says it with like a thick accent, yeah, a thick translation. Only job I could get. This is only job I could get. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we, so so then, he's basically. But like, then also, like he begins, he begins like helping people out. Is like, no, oh, like I need to go get some bread, and he like goes and gets them like flour yeah. for like bread. Yeah, yeah. And then like he's like, oh, I can't reach up there, and well, because he's always on the ceiling. Yeah, he just, fly, he just he, flies up there. He just flies up there and is able to like paint the, <laughs> the backdrop. Yeah, he's like a reverse uh, Tom Sawyer. Right, exactly. <laughs> really, he is. He's very helpful instead of just tricking people. Right, uh, like the the owners of the opera house are like, oh, math confuses me. And he's like, well, you do this and this and this. And then they like balances their <laughs> Balances check. their books. Yeah. And they're like, you're the greatest. <laughs> but all the while, Van Helsing is like hunting him, like hunting down these like different things. Like he hears about this guy who has the ma- half the mask on. Right. And... <laughs> And maybe peculiarly clawed feet, <laughs> right? Just, and uh, I love. I do want them to be brought up once by the people in the opera, mm-hmm. and then he's just like, "Yeah, like it's a genetic thing, right?" And he keeps. As- well, no, he, he's like, "I'm actually." He says, "I'm actually very self conscious about that. I wish you would bring that up." And they're like, yeah, "Oh, no. sorry." <laughs> this is a, this is actually a tr- traditional way to wear your uh, toenails in my country. So. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I agree with that, 100%. Yeah, uh, okay, so then he becomes sort of, like, um, prominent within the the opera house. And, like, people, like, he, like, hangs out with the people who, like, are there and stuff. This is how you get to the the, the Rhythm of the Night party scene. Is that... um, Well, I also want there to be, like, that, that, like, drama, like... uh, uh, the the phantom like Dustrod who still like somehow keeps giving her like uh uh music lessons, but he's like, no, you like can't leave. Like you're the only reason like people actually like know me. So it you know kind of like slides into the fact of like him not wanting her to leave and Raoul being like, let's get the fuck out of here. Like I love you. And but he's then just, but like, but the th- but he's the I think the way you do you complicate it is that. Because he's been so great and like helping right. people and stuff, she's like she like is falling in love with him because of that, right. not because of the music thing anymore. But but she's still singing all the songs right. and he's still like, is like and then he's just like he's just like nodding in the corner like 
Yeah, and then he shows up. Okay, so then they're gonna have like a party, and he's invited right. I, to it. I also think. I also think at one point, like he needs to literally reach off stage mm-hmm. and grab one of the music sheets from the from the orchestra yeah. and start singing along. And that's the only song he sings. Okay, which and song? I think it has to be. Uh, I don't know any of them, by the way. It has to be a. Uh, oh, What's that? I don't even know that one. I can't even pull the ones. You know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, I know what you're talking about. I I remember that song. Yeah, um, I think. Like okay, so then he does music. Yeah, music of the night. Music of the night. Wow, so that's actually funny. So he sings the original musical. Yeah. Score of right. music of the night where he's like, yo, just like stay with me because we're such good friends. And she's like, no, like I actually really like you. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, okay. Well, well, <laughs> so, uh, cool, right. but no. Right. He's just she's like, like, and then like at the end of it, but he's just like, look, like, look at this cool, like, place that I have beneath this opera house. <laughs> like, like, I'm good. Like, would so like just stay here with me like yeah. we'll be we'll be we just can, roommates we can hang out but like you can go like get stuff for me i don't want to do right this. i don't like going outside and also yeah because i can't uh <laughs> but he um and then like raul is like so getting is, like okay. really like possessive and like weird like he's yeah. like he's like i know there's someone else but yeah. raul has a never seen the vampire and B right. neither so, has Van Helsing, so but everyone like, else in the entire I mean, opera yeah. house have. So this is how you do it: is 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 you go back and he is like he keeps getting in these weird situations where he has to help people, even though he doesn't really want to. He'd rather just like I gotta just, just be just in the like, corner, like, yeah, like I don't care, be like staring yeah. at people <laughs> in the corner. Yeah. But they're like, but since they then mistake him for being like a tech, basically at the. Right. <laughs> They're like, can you like move that lighting? And he's yeah, like, he's like oh, good yes, yes. And then he does it, and like he helps them paint the thing. Right. And then he balances the opera's check or the <laughs> opera's books or whatever gets their ta- taxes paid. Right. And all that, but she's like the whole time is watching, like, oh, he's like so and, kind, and he he's so thoughtful. But he's but and, and then he also comes to all her she, music lessons, right? <laughs> but if only she knew that he was just kind of stumbling through it like in a weird inspector gadget like fashion like things are just working out for him because he has he's he's not resisting right (laughs) so i also think like again it's so yeah all of that is like leading up to the music of the night uh song which then leads into the party which leads into the music of the night uh 80s version um so but i definitely want to think is he literally reaches over the stage and does like a pinching motion and then the shadow of an orchestra player literally reaches up and hands yeah, him yeah, the music fine. sheet yeah. Yeah. and then like or he just starts singing off of that like or what if it's just owen wilson again yeah it's, <laughs> again with, yeah, it's in, just... in the creature of the black lagoon thing like wow well yeah he's, well, absolutely because he's like i want to show you something like like come with me and he shows like this is where i live yeah. and it's so cool and then he like sings that song yeah, he's yeah, like listen yeah. we could stay here like i just don't want you to leave because like I kind of like you, but like as a friend and she's like, I love you. And he's like, you need to also, calm down. There's this dude after me and I don't know. Like, <laughs> right. Like that's not actually in the song, but he yeah, does yeah, like, yeah. that's like implied he's afterwards. Sort of, yeah. He's like, well, the, yeah, that's what he said. So then she's like, okay, but well then, but you have to come to, or she, she yeah, you have to come it, to my party. It basically comes down to like, she's going to make a choice at the party between Raul and him. Right. Um, and Raul is continuing through this to be, more and more furious as time right. goes by and is he's never seen the vampire and van helsing is con- well he's never seen the person she is enamored with or whatever van helsing is con- is convinced it is a vampire right obviously uh even though nobody really understands it because all he does is sing all the time right and they're just getting pissed off at him at this point yeah they're just like you need um, to stop but raul's like cool with that because he's like well this he guy loved, will kill not only that but he loves singing just as much that's true so they're always singing back and forth right so Day lewis so, and him right so they to each other they get the song so the party happens and she makes the choice. Well, no, she, this oh, okay, is what sorry. I was thinking. So, yeah. so, so Raul was fine with this because whether this guy, this person she likes is a vampire or not, Van Hel- if he continues being on Van Helsing's side, Van Helsing will just off this dude anyway. Right. Just on general principle, if he keeps like saying he's a vampire. Right. So what they do is they hatch the plan that they're going to do it at the party. Oh, I think the party is... Like is, Carrie? Is, yeah, kind of. Yeah, like... 
So this is this is sort of so they're like because, drop because a bunch of garlic bulbs on him. Like he doesn't want to come. He doesn't want to come to the party, obviously. Right. But everybody at the opera wants him to be there, including right. her, right, Christine. Um, they're like, uh, oh god, they don't they don't even know his name, but they're like, hey, stagehands, yeah. are you coming to the party? Uh, um, what? <laughs> no, he has to at some point say. That he has a name, but like oh, he tells what's, them, what's the uh, what's the piano name? Like uh, just like yeah, yeah, his name is Steinway. Steinway. <laughs> his name is Steinway. Yeah, he tells people his name is Steinway. So they all like they all like <laughs> call him Steinway, and there's one guy, of course, because for some reason there always has to be like a New York guy and everything, even though right. it's Paris of the 1600s. Yeah. Like, hey, Steiny, you come to the party. You know, that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> a, so they got, absolutely. B, yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Um, so, this, okay, so the end of the movie is basically the party, I think. Um, no, I think there's going to be... There, I think that's that's the part... The end of the party is the end of the second act. For okay, me. so this is kind of where... He gets exposed sort of as... thing. So this is my idea is that they do have that reveal and she chooses him, but he's able to evade the trap. And, you know, Raul and Van Helsing are really mad at him because he evaded the trap. So right. they have a really like weird bro duet of past the point of no return, okay. which is technically a man and a woman singing. That's okay. But it's, uh, it doesn't matter now. But it's, but they sing like, it to each other. This is, this is the 2020. Uh, no, no, no. It, no, it doesn't matter. It's like, it's literally like a, the, the players of the song are a woman who is torn between two men yeah. and a really jealous dude. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's oh, like, okay. it doesn't matter. This is our 2020 oh, that's, version. That's so very, we can do oh, yeah, whatever fair, we want fair. to. Oh yeah, no, that's um, absolutely um, true. So yeah. So, okay. So the party is, and also, <laughs> so yeah. So Andrew Lloyd so, will have to like modify that song where it's just the, like two bros being real angry at another bro. Which he, he'd be fine with doing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But what is, what's great is, so the party is uh, where you, <laughs> Is is where you sort of um, the trap is sprung to like expose him as a vampire, right? Right. And the way that you do oh. this is first of all, and that's of, where the cross burns. That's what I was gonna say. So during the rhythm of the night thing, uh, he's like during the flash mob. Yeah, during the flash mob, he also um, you can have this like great, ridiculous, horrible thing that you can do to an actress, but also it would be very funny to watch. Is uh, she dances with Raul, but it also dances with Orlock. But since he's on the ceiling and Raul's on the ground, you just keep throwing her back and forth between the two. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, and they're like, everyone is like fine with him being on the ceiling just because he's a stagehand. Like, they're like, I can't see the ropes up there. Like, yeah, he's just up there. Yeah, it's no big deal. It gives a good reason why he's up there all the time, right? Um, so he's just doing all the lights, he's doing all the painting. That's also what we can do during the party dance scene where they they pour the wine and he gets it, he like catches it, yeah, even better. Um, so then you we do that. The cross burning thing can happen there, which right. is great because it's a very funny thing, right? Um, but that's also then what, what that's when Van Helsing's like. You know, whatever, and then he evades the trap and runs away. Right. So, so actually, I think what happens is like they try and trap him with the cross, mm-hmm. but everyone knows that like, crosses don't actually do anything. Yeah. They just like catch and on fire. Like, stares at it and it catches on fire. Right. And, and, and like Van Helsing like throws it down. And he looks at it and then he looks at him and he runs off like sulking. And that's when they sing uh, "Past the Point of No Return." Yeah, yeah. Because like yeah. Raul, Raul goes after him, or right? Because Raul's mad that uh, she chose the yeah. vampire over him, and Van Helsing is like, "Well, you just outed yourself as a vampire to me. Yeah, we're past the point of no return, bud." Right. And Orlock is like, "Oh shit!" Now everybody knows, mm-hmm. and he runs off to his like lair or whatever. Right. So then uh, you sort of have, I think, at this point, this is sort of no, like, no, and. Actually, we can continue on with how it actually goes in the musical. He takes her down to his lair to like protect her. He's like, yo, like these people are coming after me. And that's where like the confrontation <laughs> between like, oh, so maybe the party is the end of like the third act. Or, yeah, it's, well, I was just thinking, or maybe it's like the mid part of the third. Right. Because with yeah. the, this movie is going to be relatively short, I think. I, I agree with that. Because so, it has to be, because I don't think dragging it on is going to help. But I think there's going to be a lot of like 
interstitial parts where he's gaining the trust of all the people and right. the thing or whatever. So, and, so then after the party, he he's like, "Well, I gotta protect you, so like, come with me. We'll be safe. You're my such my you're, you're my such good friend." And yeah. she's like, "I love you." And he's like, "Well, we'll, we'll talk about that later." Our, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> No, she like she like makes illusions. She's like, "Well, would you ever want to go to like somewhere other than Paris?" And he's like, "No." <laughs> so, <laughs> so he so he takes her down, and that's where Van Helsing and Raoul uh, confront, and they have like a weird reprisal they, of past the point of they, no return, and they and, bring like a bunch of townspeople and stuff with right. them. But then it turns out like after the reprisal and stuff and they're going to kill Count Orlock and then everybody at the opera is like, wait a minute, he helped us, you know, right. whatever. They're going to kill Stein. You're going to kill Steiny over here. You're right. Gonna, and, uh, we love Steiny. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, they're like, you guys should get out of here, you know, and all that. So that's when, uh, I mean, I don't know if they should violently kill Van Helsing and Raul, but I just feel like they do. mob yeah. mentality would so, dictate. Yeah, so their own people like turn on him. They're like, do you know this guy? And like they list like all the cool things that he's done yeah, and yeah, everyone yeah. Ch- chimes in. And like, so all the angry villagers like realize like, and, and they also, sorry. And the, all the opera angry, people yeah. also like list like how like Van Helsing doesn't even speak and he only sings yeah. all the time. And they're like, yeah. you've probably noticed that. And they're like people like in the, in the angry crowd in the angry mob, like kind of like nod to themselves. Like, right. oh, yeah, we fucking hate it too. Yeah. And then it's like sort of, they, they're like, it's a, Reveal that the monster hunter was the monster all yeah. along, and they yeah. kill him. Yes, they and kill then, him violently, yeah, extremely violent. Just vi- they, they drown both of them because there's water also in uh, in, yeah. in his lair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he's in the sewer. Well, you know, no, whatever, yeah, right? like his whole lair is like in the middle of a weird like sewer. Yeah, because he has like a boat and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um. So then they kill him, and then they all like go up to the. Um, they're like, oh, we should finish the party, you know, whatever. They go back up to the <laughs> they commit opera murder. House. And they finish <laughs> exactly. the party. They go back up to the opera house, and um, and then that's that's when, when uh, the 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 Corona rhythm of the night yeah. plays, and they all dance, and like that's the you know, and yeah, it's, and that's the credits roll over the dance scene. Oh yeah, know. I like that. And then also, that's the only time, the only other time that. Uh, Nosferatu is standing on the ground like with everyone else. Mm-hmm, yeah. Because he's, he's he's normal now, quote right. unquote. He's not hunted, so he can like he can just like walk normal on oh, the ground. Oh, and also right this now. dance scene isn't set on like the same stage we've been looking at the whole time. It's actually like back to like a real movie. It's a really right. choreographed like <laughs> dynamic. Uh, right. Know, uh, dynamic set. Sense? Piece. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> But I mean, I think that's a good, I, look. That's I think that's a winner. I know. I think it is. It's a. I think that that's a real home run. I don't. I don't see how he wouldn't like this. I don't either. Like I, I'm trying to think of other things maybe that we could add. But I think we really hit all the marks. Yeah, because look, it's a musical. It's got heart. It's got heart. It has a nice heel turn. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So. Uh, I think that uh, I do like the fact that it's Phantom of the Opera 2, even though it's literally just Phantom of the Opera. Oh, right. But Nosferopera. Um, so, uh, as we usually do, I mean, we already said Andrew Lloyd Webber's coming back. Right. So he is the composer. Yeah. So he'll be there. He'll do that. Um, we don't need to worry about right. that. We'll right. We'll remove now. some songs. We'll add some songs. It'll give him something to do. Right. He needs stuff to do. But I do want, like, Nosferatu to, like, also, like, only sing to himself. Like, really, the only other time that he sings is Music of the Night. But every other, like, four songs he has is, like, him, like, singing in, like, perfect baritone. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. It just, <laughs> as he's only singing to himself. And, like, people are just, like, standing there, like, frozen as if, yeah. like, no time has passed. And then he's just, like, he goes back to, like, being awkward. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think you're right. Like, it's, like, a soliloquy type, like, or whatever. Right. Like, an aside. Um, yeah. So. Director. Boy, I don't know. I mean, you know, we <laughs> we had a uh, what's the guy who did La La Land? Let's just oh man, uh, I don't know who's the guy who did La La Land. Let's just give it to him. He likes to do all that shit. I'm trying to. Mm. 
Damien Chazelle. Yeah, Damien, yeah, give it to him. Let him do it. Uh, yeah, sure. Absolutely. I mean, I think... Do you think we should bring in uh, John Legend to to help with the music? Yeah, I mean, if he wants to just hang out. Okay, yeah. Actually, also just hang out. Okay, yeah. He's I, like a consulting producer and also a music... Like, <laughs> consulting musician. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. I love that. Or just get John Legend to direct it. Oh, yo. Yes. Yeah, let's just do he, that. Dude, he's, he's a multifaceted yeah. mogul. Yeah, he's and he's the sexiest man alive now. He is. So. When we need a sexy movie in order to get us out of this eternal uh, servitude. That is true. So, uh, yeah, John Legend is now the director <laughs> of Phantom of the Opera 2. Uh, um, I'm trying to think who else we need. Like, So we have the... Who do we want like to flesh out the cast? Because I feel like this is one of those movies that you can really throw a lot of star power. Because think about it. We have Owen Wilson as the creature from Black Lagoon. <laughs> That's true. Who's only coming in in one scene. Two, one, yeah. Who should be uh, like the, the main... The owner of the, the opera main... house or Ooh. whatever should be Nathan Lane. <laughs> Why Nathan Lane? Because he's in every... Broadway thing. Oh, that's true. It's okay. Him. It's the the two owners. Yeah, are him and Patty Lapone. Oh, okay, I was going to say him and Danny Elfman. <laughs> Danny Elfman's the guy who says hey, Steiny. There we go. <laughs> and then uh, Stephen Root is the uh, <laughs> he's the janitorial man. He's yeah. He's the janitor. He's also any uh, background uh, off screen ADR that you want to put in there too. And, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of other people who really like being in musicals and stuff. Um, who, I mean, I guess we pretty much have everybody there. Yeah. I don't know if we yeah. need anybody else. Who should play the phantom who gets killed at the very beginning? Uh, oh, it uh, has to be someone extremely famous. Right? <laughs> Brad Pitt. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. It's a so it's a nice little inversion of interview with a vampire where yeah. he gets killed by a vampire mm-hmm. instead. Yeah, exactly. It'll be full circle for his career. Right. Um, I can think finally retire. He finally <laughs> he's just he's been trapped he has. for years. He's it's it's a cur- it's the curse of the vampire. <laughs> That's right. Um, I think that uh, God, Stephen Root is Steinzy. God. Um, I'm trying to think who else we want to throw in there. Do we want to throw in Anne Hathaway? Because she does have a good singing voice. I just don't know what she would do. Uh, I don't know. There do we do we have room oh, to? She's the uh, she's the rival singer uh, to Christine because there was a rival singer. Okay. And Nosferatu actually gets rid of her. Oh, okay. So well, we'll I mean, have... technically scares her. So I think actually we should put that in there as well. Okay. Christine doesn't have like the main job. So there's this other actress and uh, Apretta who like she sings like all right, but she knows the owners and he uh, he's like, oh, well, he, he's, he's like, like, I think you deserve the job. So he goes to talk to her. And she's the only person who actually sees him as a vampire. <laughs> and and she gets scared out of her fucking mind. And she, like, runs away well, screaming. I know, I know, I know, I know what to do. Is that after he fixes their uh, finances, right. he says, well, can you do me a favor and, and make her leave or whatever and yeah. give Christine the part? And they're like, well, we would, but she's she's really, like... We've no, like she, like she's a horrible person. Like she won't leave. You know, oh, okay, yeah. We need, we need somebody to talk to her. But we can't do it. We've tried to get her. Right. You've helped us. You've helped you've her helped, out. Yeah. And then they're like, he's like, okay, well, I'll go talk to her. And then he does, and that's how he scares her. Right. Because she, she actually sees him like as like an actual vampire, and yeah. like Van Helsing like confronts her. He's like, what did you see? What did you see? And she's like, I saw nothing. <laughs> yeah, because you know he tells her that basically, right. like, yeah, you didn't see. He's sorry. Van Helsing sings at her. What did you yeah, see? Yeah, <laughs> for five minutes straight. Um, yeah, okay, that's good. Whoa. Um, okay, so we got all that, and then we need a budget on it. Oh, do you want to do high or low? Mm, I'll do a little low. Okay. What do you? Th- uh, I mean, you as th- far as low goes, uh, look, um, you can do a lot with just like makeup. You know, we don't yeah. need the de-aging technology necessarily. That's it's true. Not like Sarah Brightman looks that bad or anything. She doesn't actually. Um, so I'm gonna say like two million. Ooh, all right. So like highball in order to do it right, 
because I want I want a full set, and then you have the dynamic set afterwards. Um, I'm going to say maybe three hundred million. Yeah, that'll work. That makes sense. Yeah, it should cost more than Avengers Endgame. I agree. Because hopefully it'll be bigger than Avengers Endgame. Oh, it's going to be... Who doesn't love comedy? Who doesn't love singing? Who doesn't love horror? Mm -hmm. It's all three three in one. Yeah. Who doesn't love seeing Brad Pitt getting killed? (laughs) true. And also Hugh Jackman getting killed. Uh, Hugh Jackman singing for long periods of time. Oh, everybody loves that. In his heavy vibrato voice. Everybody loves that. Everybody loves that. Greatest Showman was actually a huge hit, so everybody apparently does love that. Um, Yeah, he wasn't a good John Valjean, though. (laughs) <laughs> I just never said I never said he was You were the one who insisted I, I um, do insist in fact <laughs> um, Okay well I think we did it I think that should If we come back next week We'll explain why this didn't work yeah. But right now I'm pretty sure this was the one I do. I think so too So hopefully we'll see you never yeah. oh, uh, Also please if you want to email us I guess um, Yeah listen our days are long you know, Kaiser will still respond to the emails even if we aren't here anymore. Right. Uh, I'll tell you how we escaped if we do escape. Yeah. So uh, email us at, at buildingthegiraffe at AOL.com. Yeah. And and that's actually a real address, so don't think it's we're just faking. That's real. Right. You can actually send us an email. Um, but thank you for listening. I'm Justin. I'm Kaiser. And we will see you never. Bye. Bye.